1: The lone gunman.
2: I never believed that he was. Oh, he died because of an accident. No way. He was too sharp to die just an accident.
3: Yeah. I seen him
4: falling from two story. He broke the you know the fall. Yeah. So
1: I
2: don't think so. He was all uh, fit by someone or a few people that yeah. got affected with what he knew. Yeah. I believe he knew too much. Do you know anything about Frank Sturgis? I recall his name. Uh, he used to be one of the big di- wheels in the CIA here in Miami. Mm. I,
4: can,
2: I can't go further on because it would affect me.
3: up everybody and welcome to episode number 85 of the Lone Gummin Podcast. This is, it was a special episode, it was done live on YouTube through Google Hangouts on Air. Something I've never done before and thank you to Philippe Hemming for suggesting it because I really, I really liked it a lot. I think it turned out pretty good as, as far as the uh, technical aspect of it and uh the format i just need to learn a little bit more about it so it'll be a little more effective next time as far as uh having other people interact with us um so yeah it was it was it was a wild ride uh you know philippe and and scott uh they don't like each other (laughs) and for good reason uh from both their perspectives um And uh, I I didn't want to interrupt too much I wanted them to be able to say what they wanted to say And and have it out basically uh, Have an open forum To have it out Where people can watch And uh, enjoy And be entertained And uh, I think we pretty much accomplished that So If you would like to watch The video of this show uh, Just head over to TLGpodcast.com And check it out Uh, I do have the audio for you here today, and I'm going to play that uh, very soon. Um, So without further ado, we're going to have a word from my friends at the ROKC, and then we will will get right into the show, I promise. Uh, So hang on.
2: This is a very dangerous and uncertain world. No one expects uh, that uh, our life will be easy certainly not in this decade, and perhaps not in this century.
3: The ROKC Reopen the Kennedy Case proudly presents the first ever Australian JFK conference in Melbourne, Australia this November. Join us on a quest for justice and truth with inspirational speakers and some of the world's leading authorities on the Kennedy assassination. Featured guest speakers include Citizens for Truth about the Kennedy assassination speaker and acclaimed author James Eugenio, Gail Nix Jackson, author and granddaughter of Orville Nix, and Australia's very own Peter Morris. For more info, buy your tickets at stickytickets.com slash Conference, because justice is never too late. And we are live, people. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Lone Gunman Podcast, episode number 85, live. And I got a hell of a show for you today. And joining me is Philippe Hemming, son of Jerry Patrick Hemming. How are you doing, sir? Super. And also Scott Kaiser, son of Edwin Kaiser. How are you doing, sir? Why, thank you. Now, guys... Uh, we've had a lot of uh, requests to have you guys on the show and to talk it out, hug it out, and uh, when it's all over with, we yeah, can uh, get around the campfire and sing Kumbaya together. Um, now, I know there's been some animosity and it's been brewing for a little while, so I figured what better way than to talk it out and uh, you know we can give each guy's or give each guy you know, time to, to make their case or whatever and, and uh, refute each other. Um, and I know you guys have had a, a, a problem with each other for a while. Um, so, Philippe, why don't you go ahead and start us off. What is your beef, sir? Well, it's not necessarily a beef. It's
1: the, the fact that Kaiser's made multitudes of allegations accused at one point in time. The only reason why it came to my radar was because he made an allegation that my father had something to do with his father's untimely death. And he, and he tries to put that off on A.J. Weberman saying this and saying that. A.J. is not saying that so to the world. He may have said that to Kaiser, and Kaiser may have repeated it, but instead of just asking somebody and doing some investigation to find out what the truth was, he just ran ran with it and kept on typing away and saying it occurred. But that's sure. not the case. So the, the facts are – the, the, the ship was in dry dock. His father had been warned time and time again not to walk across scuttles with plywood on it, and he happened Who to scu- walk across that? a, 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 a scuttle with plywood, that? and he fell and he died. I mean, I, my father had them. nothing to do with the untimely death of Edwin Kaiser.
3: Okay, all right. Now, Scott, now what, what do you what do you guys say about it for you, from from your perspective? What have you heard? What do you know?
2: What do I know? That. Yeah. Uh, I, I never said – first of all, let me clear a few things up. Hemming okay. told me um, – not Hemming, but uh, A.J. Weberman told me that uh, Hemming knew about the death of my father, and that's exactly what I put out there, that he knew the death of my father. I said I've always said that Frank Sturgis is the one who killed my father. Right, I've yeah. never said Heming killed my father. So I don't true. know where Heming is getting this. He, he's he's – you familiar? know – Heming I mean, gets off on the wrong foot at the wrong time, and he's always at the wrong place. True. He seems to think that I said that his father killed my father when, yeah. when he just jumps he to conclusions. And then he still yep. talks about facts, and then I ask him about facts, and he can't provide any facts. He doesn't That's prove any facts.
1: That's not true. That's now, Le- infinity, Scott. Um
2: I'm looking you dead in your eye, buddy, and I'm telling you right now that I, I was said. Oh, you're looking that at a computer screen, Scott. You're not looking listen dead in me. the eye. Listen you're looking at a computer screen right fucking listen. here. Listen, listen. if this was virtual TV, I'd bitch slap you. Now listen to me. No, you wouldn't. I'm telling you, no, you that wouldn't. I said that your father may have known something. That's what I've always said. But right I've there. always admitted. Your face? Sure just killed my father. Right here. Okay.
1: That'll be your face. You put your hand anywhere near me. See this? It will be right up against your face. You're not going to do nothing to me. I fear no man, and I surely don't feel no five-foot-nothing, hundred-nothing-pound, no-teeth-having
2: fool. So uh, can we boy, start that's, this? So listen, that's my first beat for this guy. Your ears. Could, take the shit out of your ears and listen to me. I said your father knew about my my father's murder. I always said that Frank Stone murder killed my dad. Murder now is a, listen. It's a workman's yeah. count claim. He stepped on now a and he fell, fell through facts. a hole. Who hey, listen, to what me. Did? listen to me. Shut the pie hole for a minute. You said you have facts nothing that you, you the pie hole but that pie. your father was told time and time again not to walk across the, the boards. Now what facts do you have? Prove them. What facts do you have that you, that you say my father was told not to walk across the board? Shut your pie hole and listen to me. What facts do
1: you have? Let's see. Uh, let's see. What was this 2006, maybe 2005? You reached contact contacted my father, trying to figure out what was up with you, dad. My dad told my dad told I you. I tried to was,
4: dad, your you dad what, and what I got
2: your sister.
1: No, no, no. You're, again, you have a faulty memory, Scott. You, no, you, I don't have a faulty you, memory. You a faulty because memory. Because maybe
2: the maybe all them paint,
1: the paint fumes from when you were painting houses and stuff that you don't remember what's going on.
2: So I'm sorry that I just missed your dad's untimely death. What did he die oh, of? Wasn't a, a heart attack. Old guy. People die.
1: Old, pe- old people die. Wait, it happens, jobs, right?
2: What's that? He would have gotten a cap in his ass in Miami.
1: dude, whatever. This is you.
2: Be quiet. Okay, oh, choppers chopping. Okay.
1: Poly dent, bro. Yeah, take him out. See that, take them out. Take we'll see, them out. baby? Take them gums. Yeah, take them choppers. See that? Out. Take see out them that? choppers. We'll take it, take, out. take it out. Take it out. Take it out. Take
2: it out. Yeah, I look good, baby. I just look good. Yeah, so there's a fresh pile of shit. Yeah, okay. All right, let's go.
1: i got better things to do than listen to some gum tooth asshole. Baby, I
2: float like a butterfly and sting like a bee, but Heming, you're going down in three.
3: Yeah, all this.
2: Let's do this. this. Next question.
3: All right, so, Philippe, for those out there who don't know, know, your dad was Jerry Patrick Heming, who – has associations with folks uh, that were possibly involved with the assassination of John Kennedy. Um, I don't, I don't believe personally that that you know your dad was involved in the actual assassination. Nope. Um, and and Scott, of course, you know your dad had information associations with people too, um, especially in the anti-Castro community. Um,
2: so. Let me put it to you this way: where, where, My dad knew everybody. While Heming's dad was running away from everybody.
1: Oh, this is going nowhere.
2: Okay, let me just put it to you that way. Well,
3: what? What? Well, Scott, tell us exactly what your father was involved in. Uh, you know, associated I'll with the assassination. You, I'll, tell
2: you, I'll tell you exactly what my father was involved in. My my father impersonated every three letter agency you can think of, including an officer as a lieutenant in the United oh. States Army. He impersonated people. Okay? Okay. And this is exactly what he did. He impersonated people, he infiltrated companies, and he stole from the government. His first government theft was in 1960 or 61 when he was dealing with Operation Willow Freeze. In opera- right, Operation Willow Freeze, he was stealing fuel out of tankers. And then he found this uh, overturned vehicle on Highway Route uh, 161 or somewhere out there in Alaska. And uh, he stole two M2 carbines, he stole food, he stole clothing, he stole, he stole everything. Uh, what he would do is he would uh, uh, go moose hunting and uh, kill caribou and moose, and he would trade this moose meat in for fuel, and he would deal with the uh, Army personnel up in Alaska. After he got out of Alaska and he moved down to Miami, he got himself reacquainted with Frank Sturgis when he first met Frank Sturgis in November 1962. At that time, they uh, met Navarro at Navarro's house, Frank Sturgis, and apparently this Lee could be Lee Harvey Oswald. Now, we don't know yet. I'm still digging into it, and I'm trying to fully search who this Lee is because I've got two identifications of Lee.
3: And this is when he was supposed to be in Russia? Who? Lee. He doesn't
2: know. Lee wasn't in Russia in November 62.
3: No Scott, this is no, one I'll thing about Scott. This
2: is weird.
1: He'll, he'll claim to know something on,
3: as on. fact. Lee, and, and Lee and
1: was not, not Scott, answer this question. How old are you when your father died? Thirteen. Thirteen. So you're yeah. telling me your father entrusted you with all this stuff at
2: 13 years old. Entrusted me with what stuff? All this, st- stuff all this knowledge saying, you claim to have. What, what are you saying that he entrusted me with? Well, you're the one who said that... Uh, Um, he
1: recorded Frank when he was drunk, he had his briefcase, the M2 carbines at one point in time, you said we're using a Kennedy assassination, all this stuff that I I remember because you said it.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. Of course you don't. Why don't you listen to this, and I'm glad it's being recorded, Okay. First of all, let's, 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 that- let's not talk about okay. Scottsdale. In, in, in
1: 1958, my father went to Cuba to help fight with Castro and Che to overthrow Batista. My father was, was not a thief, was not involved in stealing shit or killing moose or ripping people off. He, he went and served there to help the Cuban people to become free. And then when then when when what Castro came to the States and was treated like a second-class citizen by Eisenhower and Nixon, that's why he went to Khrushchev, and that's why Khrushchev and the communists got involved in Cuba. Prior to that, that wasn't going to happen. So after that situation happened, my father came back from Cuba, and this Oswald started showing
2: up. Why don't you talk whole, about the plan- selenium you you because, oh, on, because your father was selling arms that didn't work, selling guns that didn't fire. That's not true.
1: That's not true. That's not true. We're not even there, Scott. Why are you jumping so far ahead? That's not Parabellum. Parabellum was – I don't even go into there, dude. That has nothing to do with this conversation, and it's not true.
2: Okay, listen to me. That's not true. You're, you're, you're repeating
1: you stuff. You're repeating you're you stuff. You A third party that wasn't involved in anything there, you were, you were not around. You're do- none of that was around. You're repeating something some some are nephew are you? of I mean, some other dude told H, you. This is
2: nonsense. Scott's face. How old are you? How old are you? How old Just are a you? little bit younger than you. Okay, and you're gonna tell me I wasn't there?
1: No, I know you weren't there. No, I mean, do you, do you know who, who? Who's Anselmo Allegro? You ever met Anselmo Allegro? You know who that is?
2: I don't even care.
1: No, because you don't know, because he was involved in Parabella. You know
2: Angelo Kennedy, Angelo McAdams. That's started until your dad took it away from him. Not true. Not true. Not true. Dude, I wish I could play a Rolando Mansferre recording right now. Rolando
1: Masferrer's
2: yeah, you know nephew. Rolando
1: Masferrer's nephew. Not Rolando Mansferre. Okay, it doesn't
2: matter. It does
1: it's matter. All it's all matter. Just like exactly. you repeating what,
2: what you said as a child, okay. it's the same thing this guy's saying as a child. It's unreliable you really information. You know your dad's story through your father. What's that? Okay, Rolando Mansfair, Rolando a Child. Masfair, a knows child? his story through his uncle. Right. I know sure. my story through my father almost eight years ago. Okay. My father played a recorded conversation that he had with Frank Sturgis saying that Frank was a part of the Kennedy assassination. Sure. Okay. Did. Now yeah, he did. Sure. I'm telling you, I'm looking you dead in the believe. eye. I'm telling you, Frank Frank Let me tell you something about Frank. Frank liked to brag a lot. Frank loved to brag about the things he could do and the the things that he did. Okay? Where's all these other people saying this Don't fault me. Don't fault me. Listen. Don't fault me for my father playing me a tape. Okay? That's what he did. Okay? That's not my fault. I don't know why you're yelling.
1: Because you're not
2: listening. No, I'm listening to you loud and clear, dude.
1: I'm listening.
2: Okay. Well, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Straight up. Just because my father played me a tape, it's not my fault.
1: Whatever, man. I'm telling you. Find me somebody else besides you that says this about Frank. That's not what Frank's known for. Frank's not known for running his mouth. I don't know why all of a sudden he became a totally different person in the presence of me.
2: I've known him since I was five years old. Sure. This is a guy I used to call Uncle Frank that used to come over to my house all the time. Yeah. What do you know about Frank? He was there every single day prior to Watergate recruiting my dad. Sure. What do you know about Frank? Sure. What do you know about Frank? Sure. Okay. That's I know he, he blamed things is. on the
3: Russians. Oh. Yep.
1: But he, he's not known for running his mouth. The only time he ran his mouth was after Watergate. That's the only time Frank ran his mouth. Was, and, and, and he was getting ready to run his mouth, and he asked his daughter, and all of a sudden he comes up with cancer and dies. He asked his
2: daughter. Him. He asked his daughter what?
1: About what? Well, I thought you were listening. What did he ask his daughter?
2: He asked. He said you could ask his daughter. Yeah, I, I talked to Autumn Sturgis on the phone. I could ask her what? What do you want me to ask her?
1: I'm saying you can ask his daughter that when Frank really started talking is when Frank started really getting heat back on, on
2: him post Watergate that's the only time frank talked no it was after watergate no he him him and jack anderson had a relationship where he would get jack anderson me, listen to and who jack is. anderson is huh who's jack anderson everybody knows who jack anderson is don't be a fool really? so really? frank was frank was communicating with jack anderson because jack anderson was going to give him a whole pre, uh press release on him recapturing cuba after watergate that's what Watergate was about. You don't even know what Watergate was about. Your dad wasn't even involved. So what are you talking about Watergate? We're talking about Frank Scott. Okay. The dementia kicking in? What does what does what does Frank have to do with Jack Anderson? You brought Frank up. You brought
1: Frank up. I'm not talking about Frank. I'm talking about you full of fiction. You, I can I continue go about the things you question, were told please, when you were a child? No? Rob, go on to the next question, please.
2: This, this fool just doesn't know anything. Why are you calling
1: names? That's usually an indicator when you've lost an argument and you start resulting to names. That's so sad.
2: No, I, I didn't lose no argument. I didn't lose an argument. I'm just tired of always. listening to you always saying that you don't know what you're talking about. You can't prove anything. Rob, go well, on you, on can't prove anything. you can't prove, prove anything. You can't prove anything. I can prove sure. everything. Pro- everything I'm prove saying. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. I'll, I'll sit here and wait. What do you want me to prove? About your dad, about Frank, about Jack Anderson, or about my dad? What do you want me to prove? I, honestly, I
1: really don't care what you have to say, Scott, because I just I label you as a complete f- fiction.
2: Rob, go on to the next question, please.
3: All right, Scott. You, uh, you talked about your dad having a briefcase containing yeah. some pictures. Yes. Can you tell everybody about that a little bit?
2: Well, at, at the time, at the, before my father had these pictures, he went into the CIA office or CIA headquarters in Miami. He was given a ride there by Rudy Janko, and uh, he impersonated CIA, he impersonated FBI, he impersonated everybody. So as he walked into this office, he, I don't know how he got these photos. Rudy doesn't know how he got these photos. But these photographs were of Frank Sturgis, they were David Morales, they were of Howard Hunt, they were of uh, Bernard Barker, and uh, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Gordon Liddy. There were five pictures. All five of these pictures had stamped on the back of 1963. Now, I asked uh, Nino Diaz about these photos. Commander Nino Diaz, who's still alive in Miami, says he distinctly remembers those photos. I asked uh uh Rudy Janko about these photos, and I've got him on tape telling me exactly how he took my father to the CIA headquarters in Miami and how my father got a hold of these photos, and uh, uh, they left, and he ended up uh, driving off and showing him these photos in his car. And then he started carrying these photos around in his attache case, showing them to a lot of Cubans in Miami. Now, this was post-Watergate. This was was post-Watergate. Now, I, I've got a document that also indicates that my father carried these photos around. So this is yeah. how I – see, I didn't, I didn't know my father had these photos. It was because of the document that I found that Hemi's going to say that I don't have or that I'm sure. lying about, okay? But no, no, Hemi, just for a minute, skunk face, please be quiet. Now, the, because of that document and the word others – my father apparently had other photographs that he was carrying around, but these others weren't uh, identified in, the, in that document. And I needed to find out who the word others pertained to. That's where I tracked down Nino Diaz. That's where I tracked down Jose Pujol, Luis Posada, Fra- uh, Felix Rodriguez. Uh, I talked to all these guys, Frank Castro. All these people worked with my dad. So, obviously, if these guys were still alive and my dad was showing Felix, these photos around, Felix Rodriguez, somebody had to dad, have – where,
1: where did that come
2: from? Where did that come from? So Rodriguez, when I started asking all these questions, shut up, skunk face. I'm talking. I'm talking right now. So Somebody right. had to have – uh, 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 Bye. Bye.
1: This
2: is not third round yet. You're going to go down in third. I told you that. Now, ben. listen. Pay attention. Fucking so, bull. You're a fucking took, bully piece of shit. Me, Shut I the fuck up. To everybody in Miami asking them if they knew who uh, who are these others that uh, my father was carrying around. Everybody, even Eugenio Martinez told me it was Bernard. Yeah. Bob. Yeah, you're, waiting, wait, you're hoping Eugenio dies soon. He's 93 okay. years old so you can make these fucking claims. Skunk face. Dude, you really gotta stop this shit, man. I have really them on recording. Telling me that, and everything's yeah, going to come it. out. Shirt, shirt. Sure. I haven't posted. There's a lot of stuff I haven't even posted sure. yet. Sure. That is going to make you look very, very dumb. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. Scott,
3: Scott, these pictures. Um, Just like the what, film. What exactly do they prove? I mean, nothing.
2: What do they prove? They just proved that these guys were in Dallas on the day of Kennedy's assassination. That's all they proved. They don't prove prove of anybody shooting a gun. They don't prove of anybody uh, uh, delivering any weapons or delivering any money. They don't prove any of that. They just proved that they were hanging outside a motel room in Dallas on the 22nd of November. That's all it proves. Now, you have to use your imagination. Why are they there in Dallas on Kennedy's assassination? Oh, your imagination. What are you doing? Are you, are you wanting? You know, you have a problem with, you know, making like fish, fish faces, blowing, and you talk about dicks a lot on Who said anything about that? Are you are you starting to turn on
1: me? Who said anything about that? See, this turn is on this on me and start, stop behavior. Word, automatically word. Word. talking about imagination, making things up, doing stuff like that. Uh oh, it's the cops. Good. Hang on it's a second. Cops.
2: Come
1: in here. He's, He's your said. landlord want you to pay your rent. FBI. Yeah, ain't no FBI. Would you order a pizza? Thank
2: you. Sir. Okay. Thank you. Now,
1: I used my imagination and.
2: Come on. Hey. You got the Motel 6? Are you, are you je- hey, fat boy, you jealous? Nope. Look at that, skunk face. Getting you nope. hungry? Not really. Yeah, I'm really licking your that. chops. Go ahead. See, you just licked your chops, didn't you? Ah, not really. Okay. Next question, Rob. Next is that, question. Is that denture safety? This, this is going to be number three. This is going to be round number three. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
3: All right, Philippe. Let's talk about your dad for a little bit and, and the supposed allegations that, uh, you know, he was with this caravan, the Sturgis. Yeah, the real
4: story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't believe you said that. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, at one point in time, Scott was like all about fucking Mark Lorenz and his bullshit <laughs> story. No, my father wasn't in Dallas. My father was in Miami, November twenty-second, nineteen sixty-three. Plain and simple. <laughs> I don't know what this asshole's is laughing for. I don't know. I must have said a funny joke. I don't know. Just the uh, <laughs> okay. behavior.
4: Yeah, I'm more. sorry, man.
2: Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I could, I could. I'm just picturing you and your dad eating some pork chops while you're talking to A.J. Weberman. Dude, your dad had nothing to do with Kennedy. Your dad had nothing to do with Martin Luther King. Your dad had nothing to do with nothing except running. That's it. Right, right, right.
1: This is a – see, what this is, you can – I don't even know how many books there are now that have credited my father – I've interviewed my father, Argyse magazine, Mark Lane, uh, Noel Twyman, Oliver Stone. You keep yeah. on going, with all these people. Jesus you shut up, us,
2: Scott. Your dad was don't, such don't, a great
1: talker. He put so
2: much shit up on the internet and at the education yeah. forum that half the shit that I read, I couldn't stop crying because I was laughing so hard. Right. Right. You're right. Your dad didn't know half the stuff. The, re- right. the reason why he was under investigation and the reason why he got out of it is because he played CIA agent uh, hitman. Uh, that uh, he he would uh, tell the CIA that he would go ahead keep and keep on talking
1: about somebody you know nothing about.
2: Court of law, in which of course the CIA doesn't want their secrets known. Right. So I mean, your dad didn't. Your dad didn't wasn't involved in nothing, man. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right, Scott. You're right.
1: You're right. You got me. What was he involved in?
2: Other I'm not saying. Training, I'm not other saying other I have not had a chance to talk. I you had interrupted.
1: You ran your mouth. I, Rob hasn't. Had, I had a chance to answer the question because you started chiming up with your cackle. Are you done? I would just hold that key into your mouth and shut it. Are you done? Go. 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 Are go you done? Put your hand over your mouth. Like a little girl, put your hand over your mouth so you shut up. Are you done? Put your hand let's over your mouth. Put your hand let's
2: over your go mouth. To Lake what about the concentration? What about it? Let's go there. What was your
1: what dad it? doing? What do you there? want to go there?
2: What do you want to go Let's out? go there. For what? Come on. For what? What's the link? When did the CIA stop financing your dad? Wasn't it in 1964?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, when they stopped financing. Wasn't what? it? What exactly wasn't this extra pen. Oh, this, this is where we stop. Are you done? People could you wanted a play record stop? Well, you can find the record in the newspaper articles, television interviews, where he went out seeking funding to support anti castro operations to include operations of no name key and places like that. So um only thing I see Okay, this is where I turn Scott off. Are you done? This is a child. Are you done, child? Are you done with the hand movement? Because no, this, this is all you documented, Scott. This, is all, this, is all, this is all documented, Scott. You know. Okay. He, he, he continued. He continued on. He, he, the The whole relationship began to sour as a result of individuals skimming money off the top during counter t- counter drug operations in Central and South America. That's where the relationship really began to sour. And as far as this whole uh. CIA funding stuff and when things stop, I don't ha- I don't have any direct knowledge of that. I can't even find or have the CIA produced documents.
2: December the association.
1: 19-4. And here he goes interrupting again.
2: Also, I'm, I'm telling you, Go I'm ahead. telling you, it's the facts. December 2nd, 1964 is when they stopped. When Interpen finally dissolved. When there was no more. Oh, it
1: would have nothing to do with assisting with Garrison with the uh, Kennedy assassination, would it? The thing that kept him from going to Vietnam for working in the State Department along with Robert K. Brown, the, producer, the, the publisher of uh, Soldier of Fortune magazine. That one had nothing to do with him.
2: The reason why your dad didn't want to go to Vietnam is the reason why he... He, he couldn't him. go to
1: Vietnam because he was heing held back because of the garrison investigation. The State Department wasn't going to let him go to work for him just to be brought back from Vietnam because of a criminal investigation. Surprise?
2: You know... Was your dad asked You to have to go an to inability to rationalize fact over fiction. Go, was your father asked to go to Dallas? Yes, by was multiple parties. Okay, multiple who? Parties.
1: Who? Take uh, the soil. You ever heard the name Lester Logue? You ever heard that name before? Who else? No, no, you ever no, heard that name
2: before? Who else, who else invited Logue? your father to go to Dallas on the day of Kennedy's Never assassination? Heard
1: of the name Lester Logue? No, go, give nope. me another name. Okay. Give me and he, name. Also, he was also approached by the the mob in Miami, the, the the Italian mob in Miami. He turned both of them down. Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, who, who's the mob in Miami?
1: It was either uh, Santo Traficante. Yeah, it was Santo Traficante's people.
2: Okay. Okay. Now, who else? Anybody else?
1: No, that's the only people. Those two people I know about. That's that was that was talked about in interviews many times.
2: Okay. Anybody else that you can think of off the top of your head? Anybody huh? else? Huh? What about Pedro Diaz Lanz and his brother Marcos Lanz, who your father specifically points out in many interviews? See, you're full okay. of shit, man. Okay. Okay. Next question, Rob. Wow. So whose show is? Wait, says. Wait, who show is this? Is this
1: a stupid ass kind of show, or is this Rob show? Yeah. Sell your ass Rob, down. You just you, down, you
2: just went down in three, brother. You just went Go on, down, down in three.
4: three.
2: Okay. I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something else. Go ahead. You Yo, know I'm something listening. Something. I'm all ears. My I'm all ears. Dude. I'm listening. Worked, my I'm father listening. and Frank worked with Santos Traficante. Right. Richard Poyle lived across the hall from Santos Traficante. <laughs> Richard Poyle with Frank Sturgis on the day my father was killed. You don't right, know killed. shit. Next right. question, Rob.
1: How about Rolando Masferrer?
2: I know all them dudes. Oh, you do? Next question, Rob.
3: Well, I had always believed and felt that the plot kind of originated from a more extreme white right wing perspective. Right. Um. And when you look at everything else, and and who who that we can probably say was involved, guys like Lauren Hall, right. um, graves guys like that. I mean, sure they had associations with 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 uh with Philippe's dad, but um. I don't think that you know that, that, that he was there um that he, he might have even been a backup patsy if he had gone i I think um Heming? yep
2: that would have been one huge patchy
3: so what is up with that dude what
1: is up with this you know, this is I mean I wish I had time okay. to okay. sit here and psychoanalyze
2: okay. this fews right here I believe, believe, right believe Hemi would have been a patchy wouldn't have stopped talking are you done,
3: well, Look, Scott. Do they, t- t- they took it. Scott. They took his rifle to Dallas. There was reports of you know a six foot seven guy walking down the streets with a rifle, um, that obviously wasn't his dad. So it, you know anything's possible. He was a radar operator in the Marines. I mean, he's a, he's a pilot. pilot. So Scott, here's
1: another name for. It. I mean, there's several names that have, these individuals have not have asked me not to broadcast their name to other to the general public because they're still alive and they're still working within the government that have in, that have talked to you people like, like John Ryan, that have talked to other people. But I'm not going to out those people like that because they're, they're friends of my family. Now,
2: the, what you have Frank a difficult I I'm sure he doesn't mind me using his name. He's a mm-hmm. he's a friend of mine, okay. Frank Castro. Do, you don't, Can you not listen, Frank? No, I can't hear you. Turn the volume up in your ears. I can't hear you.
1: I can't hear what you're saying. Are you done? Let me know when you're done. Are you done? Are you done? You, you don't like, know anything like about room. my father, Scott. You absolutely okay, don't. No, you don't. Go. You really and truly don't. And you know very little about the Kennedy assassination, and this is what this topic is, is about the Kennedy assassination. No, my father was not in Dallas, November 22nd, 1963. Yes, the the job was offered to him on
2: at least two occasions. How did did your dad's gun get there? How did your father's gun get there? It was brought there.
3: Lauren Hall took it there.
1: Lauren Hall brought it there. Lauren Hall. Okay. That weapon was left with a private detective named Hathcock in Los Angeles because he he essentially got cash for the weapon so he could travel. You know that's what these guys were doing. They were trying to finance operations because the the books were closed as far as going into Cuba any longer with government support. So they approached private citizens and that's what they did. There's a, there's a large Cuban population in, in Los Angeles. There's a large Cuban population in Edison, New Jersey. And there's a large Cuban population in Miami. There's, there's Cubans all over the place. And, you, you know, the whole, there's a whole group of people that could have potentially been involved in this. this, this the, the training camp in No Name Key, the people that were there, extended themselves for the purpose of freeing Cubans against communism. And that, that project was not only funded by donations, it was funded also by the United States government. And the biggest enemy in that whole situation was people that wanted to continue turmoil. People like J. Edgar Hoover, uh, Alan Dulles. They wanted this whole process to continue going because that's where they made their money. They made their money because of their association with the military-industrial complex. War is big money. You create instability... You create a pop a, 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 a opportunity to make money, and the situation that I believe where Frank and your dad and people like that, where they saw an honest a, honest operation running and an opportunity to insert themselves to steal money because that was never going to be used in Cuba, never going to be used to fight communism, never at all. There's, 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 there's FBI documentation of money being given to your father and a Cadillac being given to your father to transport to New York, and he, what does he do? He doesn't show up, and then when he does show up, he's drunk as hell and, and, and doesn't have the money. That's documented fact. So you can, you can run all your mouth about what this is and what that is. The documents prove completely different. You know, if he didn't know what was going on, then why, would, why did he testify the House Select Committee on Assassinations in the 1970s? Why did, why did Garrison have it bring him into the fold for the purpose of the investigation? If he didn't know anything and if he wasn't anywhere, what, you think he bullshitted his way into this? You're crazy. Do you think he wanted to be part of this shit? He was there's was newspaper there was newspaper clippings and television interviews where he was out there trying to drink revenue for the purpose of fighting communism. That's what he was involved in was fighting the fight you know fighting communism in Central and South
2: America. Who? Who? Who are you an owl? Yeah. Are you talking about your dad or my dad? Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? Who are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Where you been? Did somebody just drop a quarter in you? You, know, you ever heard the name Tatasco? You, you haven't shut up and come up for air in the last five minutes. First of all, you don't know nothing about the trip. You don't know nothing about the Cadillac. You don't know uh, nothing about. It wasn't nothing. Right. Right. Okay. I have the FBI First report. of all, it was. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to correct you on this. Okay. It was Roberto Navarro. Your dad told car. you. Told you listen, when you were listen. 13 years old. I let you talk. Now Go shut ahead. your trap and listen. Okay. It was Rufredo Navarro's car that Rufredo Navarro gave my father that my father abandoned in New in New York. He got drunk there and he didn't form a rally, a press rally like Navarro wanted. Okay, so he abandoned Navarro's car there and he came back from New York. Okay. The Cadillac came in from the slew of drug money that now I'm not gonna mention any names, who my father was working with because there's drugs coming in from Cuba and from motherships, that these little small boats would go up to the mothership and, and bring the. Listen, don't make a weird face. Listen to me now. You're listen, I'm going to I'm gonna get to the catalog. Where's this coming listen from? You're not. You're not. You're not. Motherships are you going to make weird faces all day you long? Never heard bro, some shit yes. like that. Look, listen. Morph I'm going to call you bro oh. because that's what you look like as a damn bro. Right. Name calling. Name calling. Yeah. You know,
4: the sign,
2: sign of someone losing an argument is when the result to name-calling. Okay. My father ended up putting $15,000 down on the house. My father bought a house. My father bought my mom a brand-new car, a Buick. My father had a Cadillac. That was all funded through the drugs that were coming in from Cuba. It's it's all documented. Didn't you read that part? You didn't read that part? What documents? Dude, you don't know nothing. You know nothing of nothing. Okay? You're right. You're right. All right, because it's all. The he,
4: person
1: that I mentioned a little head. while ago. There the was no being drugs being Morocco. imported from anywhere in 1927. Did
2: 1960 you know that my father was even. South did you, did you, did know you know that my father was a really part of Coro? Know you know what? There was no drugs being brought in listen, from listen, Cuba. Listen. There's no this is there. much bigger than Interpen. Do you Have you heard of Coro? C O U R? That My father was in that group. Okay. Did you Do you know that group? Do you know who no. that group is? No, you don't. And no, I'm not going to mention names and shit. Yeah, you don't know nothing. There's a lot of things out there that people don't know about.
1: Right, because they're in your head, because they're fantasy. Because you're fucking making shit up as you go along. There was no drugs being imported from Cuba. Show me the documentation of this. Where's this at? Where's this documentation that motherships from Cuba and people smuggling anything from Cuba except people? What?
2: Where's this at? Hey, hey, Rob, is there where? a way I can upload a document on this thing? Sure. Absolutely. Just to shut I this guy's idea. mouth up? Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to specifically find that document, and I'm going to post it on Facebook just to embarrass you. Let me get back to where it's I am. It's not going to embarrass me. Oh, yeah. It'll embarrass you because you don't know what, no. what the hell you're talking no. about. You're right. I don't. No, I have no idea. It's just that simple. It's that plain and simple. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're right. Right. I'm not.
1: One, I'm not the one trying to sell a book as as fact when it's 100 fiction. Have I even fiction. mentioned my
2: book in this whole damn interview, Brillohead? No. SOS. You need help, dude. Right. Again. I want to the next the question, you. Rob, because this dude needs help.
3: Well, I'm not sure where to go. I mean, I just wanted to let you guys resolve your issues or have it out and and and,
2: and, and resolve. There's no resolving well, but, with this guy. Yeah. He's a complete idiot.
3: Well, I mean, I, I see, you know, it, it goes both ways, I'm sure. I mean... <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it does. It goes both ways. Absolutely.
3: But Philippe, do you feel a little better knowing that Scott doesn't believe that your father killed his father anymore? Well oh, we worked that out. We worked that out before. That was just the the the
1: start of this this interaction with I this I called guy.
2: him that before, Rob. You no, know,
1: I, was I wasn't running ago. with that. I was and describing once how once I even ago, discovered that this guy existed. This
2: guy, he my called him <laughs> and when he called me on the phone, I told him, your father had nothing to do with my father's death. That's not true. I said, That's now, maybe true. your father may have known something, and that was the reason and the purpose That's of true. me trying to uh, find him and locate him and ask him some questions. Now, when I did t- call him, it was back in, I think, 2012, or, not him, but uh, his sister, I think it was, no, 2009, it might have been 2009 or 2010, and that's when uh, Dolores told me that her dad had just passed away. Now, the reason I called to find uh, Heming is to find out if he knew anything about my father's murder, and to ask him some questions, and the he first person I, I got in touch with was Dolores. Now, Dolores, I think, contacted uh, this bozo, and probably said all kinds of things about what me, and so it? that... He he started calling me out on Facebook, and then I, he called me on at my house. I, there was a time where I mean I had to hang up on him because the dude would call me like 15 times in five minutes, and so That's finally awesome. I, I decided I finally decided to talk to him. And when I heard his, his scraggly, whiny voice, that I mean he talks very fast, and he wouldn't shut up. So when when I let him say what he had to say. I I let him finish, and then I told him your dad had nothing to do with my father's murder. And I told him that over the phone months ago. And I said I just wanted to know if. But this interaction
1: started back in 2008 or 2009. You you, you, you can't even get your lies straight, Scott. This is not what happened. You were saying this up until a few years ago that my father had something to do with your father's accidental death. No one murdered your father. Your father died by accident. No there's no murder investigation. There's no nothing. Your father fell through a scuttle on a ship and dry dog. No matter how you spin it, no matter how you wanna think is what it was, that's not what happened. And you can't get your lies straight and that's what the problem is. You, you know, so, this is what it is. You didn't like the fact that someone told you that your father had nothing to do with anything and he was a hanger on her. He tried to insert himself into situations so he could stand and make a profit off of, of honest people trying to fight communism in Cuba. That's what was going on. You know, you're stealing people's money. You know, look at the description of your father just like over and over and over again in multiple multitude of documents associate said, boom, 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 over and over and over again. You like to associate that with Navarro, but it's not just Navarro. It was over and over again. Hell, you just admitted that your father was a scumbag and a thief, and, and a drunk, and it probably beat you, and probably beat your beat your mom as well. But that's okay. You know, that's that's the facts. You know, but you want to confuse fact and fiction. But and that, that's, what, that's what gets you all twisted. You know, but back to the Kent, whole candy deal, you know, many people tried to associate with him that. The whole Lorenz deal, when she was interviewed, she tried to say, Frank was in the car, my dad was in the car, all these other people were in his car, but my father wasn't in Dallas. My father was in Miami. And my father wasn't scared of no Edwin Kaiser. My Scott wasn't scared of nobody. So I don't know where Scott comes up with this uh, memory from when he was 13 years old about what happened. I didn't have – believe me, at 13 years old, I was having these conversations with my dad about stuff. We were living in Puerto Rico at the time, doing stuff down in Puerto Rico involving counterterrorism operations down there because there was some shit going on down there with those people down there. You can do whatever you want, Scott, because that's the truth.
3: All right, Scott. We're about out of time. You got any final words for Philippe?
2: Yeah, he's full of shit. Wow. Yeah, just plain and simple. You're full of shit. You're just like your old man. Right. You're right. That's why
1: my father's in books. Finally, you agree and with me. Captain Spiders on movies and articles, and people pay their money. Finally,
2: you agree with me on something.
1: Oh, my father wasn't why? full
2: of shit. You know, let me just point one thing out. Victor's father, Victor, who my brother that I'm staying with right now, he was the priest or the pastor over M267, okay, the, the movement, okay? You don't know, don't make a face like you don't know what y- I'm talking M- M- about. M2607, what's that? No, I didn't say 07. I didn't say, see, you, hear, you, you need to turn the volume up. You heard of the July 26 movement? Yeah, 26
1: of July. Brigade 2506.
2: Bregadad 2507. You yeah, know that's it. 2506. Oy. No te hablar español, sino tú puedes hablar, okay? Porque tú te se miras un como un pendejo. Un
0: okay,
2: pendejo. back to name okay. calling, Scott. Thanks. Now let me tell you something. Victor's father, who was there at Where? the meeting in Miami, July 26. Knew if Frank Sturgis was there. Frank Sturgis had a lot more to do with fighting with Fidel than your dad. Your dad was there in Cuba but ran like a little bitch like every time. Okay? it was a big bitch, Mm -hmm. just like you. Right. Right. And if I was in that room, I'd kick you so hard that pork chops would fall out of the asshole.
3: Right.
1: Right. Are you sitting in a booster seat? Is that a booster seat? How many telephone books are you sitting on, Scott? Is that a booster seat? You know, that, you know that can's empty too. You done drank all the shit out of it. Are you done? Because you're making all these promises you can't keep. That's like a that's a children's chair, isn't it? Huh? Brigade twenty five oh six. What did twenty five oh six do? What are they known for? You know? No answer. You mad, Scott? You stared at me? You in love? Is that what it is? You I'm having a brain terrified.
2: freeze? I'm real terrified. I'm, I'm not trying
1: to make you scared. You're the one making all these threats. That you're going to do something, going to kick somebody hard. Pork chops are going to fall out their ass. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't eat pork. Oh, it's Landlord calling. Mm-hmm. Pay that rent.
2: Hello? Hello?
1: It's CIA Hello.
2: calling. Quit lying. Yes. Hey, Hola. Can I call you back? No. Can I call you back? No. I'll call you right back. Bye right, bye. Is that Sonia? Anything
1: else you got? Is that, say? is that Sonia? Is that Sonia? I haven't talked to Sonia in a long time. Tell your mom I said hi. Uh, I, I haven't seen you in such a long time.
2: She remembers your dad. In fact, she's the one that kicked your dad out of the house. Uh, dude, I, I got my mom right here. I could, I
1: could, she, My dad never lived with your family. Ever. Yeah, she did. Yeah, he did. No, never happened. Trust me, he did. Never
2: happened. You still live with your
1: mom? No, my mom's right here on the uh, on chat right now. She's watching this video and she says, "You're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar." And you don't First know what the of fuck all, you you're talking?
2: You your mom. About. you have your mom right here. I thought you were going to pull her out. Yeah, she's right here right here, right here, right here. She's on chat right now.
1: Yeah. You know, right here. I could I could ask you, you know. You know what do you want to know? Because she'll fucking call you straight up a fucking liar. Maybe you're confusing maybe my Uncle
2: Robert. Victor just reminded me about uh, being at my dad's funeral and that your father and Frank was there. Okay? Right. So are you are going to deny that too? How would he be able to identify my father? How would this guy be able to identify my father? How can you not For miss a fat dude? How can you not dude. miss a big fat dude? Look at you. You're taking up half the damn camera. Dude, that's all you got? Go on to the next
1: question. I'm, 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 I'm less know. than arm I'm length away go. from my laptop, you fucking moron. I'm done with this joker. He's a joke. You were done, from not done with
3: me. a joke. Uh, that's what you mean. All got. right,
1: Scott. So, I'm sorry I'm sorry this wasn't as entertaining as it was going to be because Scott can't conduct himself as
3: an adult. Okay. Scott, what let everybody see you know talk. Got your they can find your book um, if they want to find out more about y- your story and your father's story.
2: Uh, no, hey, I. Ron, I uh, do we a number. That, do you got a number that somebody got, can call I'm in I'm on right I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get that book pulled right now because I've got I'll another what, additional. I I'll 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 my mom on the line right now. Pages. I got more than 50 pages that are that's added to my and uh, father's story, providing facts. You know what that is? Documents, not just hearsay or interviews hemming, but these are actual documents. Everything that I've said about the Cadillac and about leaving Navarro's car in New York that you couldn't remember. See, you, you, you come up with these stories and then you ad-lib to what you think you hear what's going on. Okay? Or you, you think you understand what you're reading, but you don't. Yeah. You don't quite understand. Okay? So, you know, you and, wanna, and, and I'm going to prove that my father did work in Satos Traficante. And Frank's didn't work with Santos Travel. Yeah, content. on the computer. In fact, in fact, I've got documents that prove that Frank met up with Santos Travel content on Flagler Street.
1: So, let's get something straight here. Did did my father ever live with the Kaiser family? How did she know? She was married to him for nearly 40 years. Genius. No, not in the 1970s. The 1970s. Never
3: no, in the 1970s. Are you for There you go. Seriously. The 1970s, we were married.
4: We lived in, oh my God. We lived in Oprah, until so we lived on 2910 Southwest 19th The kids went to Silver Bluff
2: Elementary School with Angelo Kennedy's kids. Who cares? I know you lived in Oklahoma. the 70s, was your father homeless? Okay? I never said that your father was homeless. I said then why, he then said why,
1: then why, then why was. He, then why was he living with your family? Because he didn't ask your mom that. No, because he didn't. No, I did. She just said it never happened.
2: Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I think it had something to do with my mom, my dad asking your dad. To Wait, now I remember. And he was a land of his own fantasy land. You know who was never lived with anyone in the 1970's except Patricia Sullivan Ami. That's it? I'm had, so, trying to explain something you to you, Henry. My, my father went to your dad asking, asking him if he would train the uh, group. We listened to Carl Gable. Oh. All right, Mom, thanks. Can you get your mom up for a minute? Goddamn. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, Mama's boy, are you finished?
1: I no, just now, listen,
2: listen, not I'm only my... Dad, my, no, 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 no. my father went to you your father. Best two him,
1: people, two people, two me. people that turned wow, down something
2: minute, and, and your dad and refuted what, what you did. did. And dad went to to train his men out in the Everglades. And because Heming apparently knew something about, about parachuting, my dad introduced him or was going to bring him in to uh, Frank Castro's parachute club.
0: That's okay, so my happens. dad
2: went to Hemming and gets, asked him if would okay, train okay. there. Okay. Hemming agreed but thought that my dad didn't have enough men to train. So my father That's called the happened. FBI and said he had FBI backing. Hemming didn't believe my father had FBI backing, so my father gives Heming – The telephone number to call the FBI. Heming calls, but the the agent wasn't there to answer. But the FBI did answer the phone call. So so Heming agreed to to help train my father's group, okay, because apparently he was talking about parachuting. So that was the time where he stayed at our house for an entire week – and my dad was going to introduce him, or maybe he did, to Frank Castro. I don't know. I have to ask Frank no, that because Frank no, is still alive. that's lying. not what happened. But that's when See, your father stayed it, at my house okay. for an entire week. And then he went happened. and ordered Ford Soldier – how would I know he ordered Soldier or Fortune magazine? But finally, he mentioned it up all the time. That. And then – No, that's not what happened. He Actually, there was, an interview. there was an house. interview. My mother told my father, this guy has to leave. Because he's not paying it, he's not helping after any week. bills. How, what in the history of history
1: from, has a magazine ever been delivered to someone else and after you've ordered to it and my lived in some place for a, a week
2: with my mother? Rob, okay. have you ever had that happen? You and order a magazine you know, and it gets delivered you within seven problems days? with the woman and you're living with her and she's your wife, you're going to listen to her. So he had a no, kick no, Fat Hemi out it. of the house.
1: This story that he's explained, he's kind of right, really wrong. So this is what happened. My father was doing a parachute demonstration up at the current campus of Nova Southeast University. CBS News was there. Dan Rather was there. Dan Rather wound up twisting his ankle because he participated in a parachute jump. These guys here from Cubanos and show up, and that was it. They were done. The demonstration is over because these people have no business being here, so it's now over. That's what that, that that's what that's what that situation was there. The difference
2: between did. me and you is that I provide documents, you provide bullshit stories. You can't you back nothing. I can back everything up. That's that's the truth. That's the honest to god truth. That's that's dead, That's right on the bottom line, brother. I provide documents. You provide bullshit.
1: I just brought I brought in an eyewitness testimony that to tell you that it didn't happen. And how's that bullshit? That was unstaged, unscripted, like, getting her on the phone, know, verify that you're a fucking lying thing. piece of shit. And so that's what it's about. Because you know, it's you know like you fabricate shit all the time. What my father
2: was doing the whole time. So how would your mother you
1: know, know? Ripping people off. Ripping people off. And beating you and your mom. That's what he was doing. He was doing too much of this. And ripping people off. That's what he's known for. FBI files say that. Navarro says that. All the people associated here, would Victor, say exactly him.
2: the same thing. Tell this dude, Victor. You know what? This is the guy's pastor who was pastoring over uh, Fidel Castro. Dude, I've known Scott ever since we were five years old. His dad never laid a hand on his mom or him. So you Coach, know were there all the, the time. You were
1: the 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 there the whole time. You just shut up, man, fat liar? You're there the whole time.
2: You're there the whole time. Nice. Okay. Boyfriend? You know, let me tell you something about my father. He, he my father, boyfriend? he wasn't a big man. He wasn't a big man. Okay. And seems like big man there. You got a but big man. But I'll tell you right one there. thing. He, he, he demanded respect. Is that your big boyfriend? Not a, not a man in the world. Not a man in this world would get in front of him and disrespect him because he kicked the shit out of you. Right. Just like. And that's that's exactly like what he would do. That's the only like thing that, this guy has to say is that I he claims that your dad DePrazio. didn't beat your mom and you. I have Mike DePrazio on tape saying that. Now, you don't have he's to be Mike. big, small. I don't care what the size of you. That doesn't matter. You get in front of somebody you disrespect, that person, if he knows how to fight, he's going to kick the, sh- the shit out of you. And I'll tell you one thing. I mean, if you ever got in front of me, I would kick the shit out of you. Anytime, I'm say, any right place, now, I'm you that anywhere. Right now. I would, cool. I'm exactly like my father, and I would kick the shit
1: out of him. shit in a lying scumbag. Yay! We got to a point. Scott admitted that he's just like his dad, a fucking scumbag who tells bullshit stories, rips motherfuckers off, cheats on his old lady, is a fucking drunk, and that's what he does. You're exactly like your dad. Yay! We got something out of Scott. Scott admitted he's a scumbag like his dad. Hey, is that what, is that what
2: happened? Hey, hey, man.
3: Hey, man. All right, guys. Well, I hey, think we watch, got to watch. a point here. We got we We got it, we got some of it out here. People wanted to see it. I appreciate you both for joining me here live on YouTube today for the first ever live episode of the Homecoming Podcast. Uh, be on the lookout for Scott's book coming up, and hopefully you provide some documentation in that book. About what you uh what you say and, and Philippe, thank you so much for joining hey, Scott, me.
1: I wanna add something. My mom said she'd kick your ass. So I don't know. Okay, mama's boy. I'll, I'll be a mama's boy. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You no? Know? Okay you can call me all the names you want, you know, but you can't tell me that I'm fucking lying. You're a liar. Dude, you're full of shit. You know, and, and, and majority of people know that you have some suckers they're gonna believe you but you're full of shit so
3: you yeah. have have and that's where we're gonna have to leave it today boys I appreciate you joining me um, hopefully uh, the viewers got what they tuned in for um, I appreciate it very much thank you for joining me I, po- I apologize for this doing the completely the wrong way
1: I mean uh, this, uh, I, yeah. I, wish, I wish we have gotten I wish we could have gotten somewhere. Without this, these, when we start talking about facts and what can be proven versus what can't be proven, Scott can't produce any documents that say otherwise. You can simply find anything that you want, this open book, you know, the publication after publication after publication, going back into the early 1960s about my father's involvement in anti-communist operations, anti-counter-drug operations,
3: yes. stuff right now. No. That's what it boils down to. Bullshit, yeah. 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 Alright guys, well appreciate it It's been great talking to you Thank you for I'm joining for me today. Um, And uh, thank you people This some bitch is in the can Beamed up to the satellite Down directly to your ears This is your boy Peace Peace <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Scott Thank you Philippe
4: Backstabbers Backstabbers To face To face to the point. Question. Trust me I'm never gonna trust anybody And that's the way it's gonna be I don't trust nobody Cause nobody trusts me I'm never gonna trust anybody And that's the way it's gonna be I don't trust nobody